Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady back. She's a member of the family. It's Kay Smythe. Cray News with Kay on a Monday. How are you, Kay? Good to see you. I'm good, Joe. How are you? I'm doing very well. So, um, Daily Caller writer, go and check out her news and commentary. Uh, the articles fly, just fly out the internet. People are like, holy crap, i got to go see what Kay wrote. And also, Newsmax on Saturday and Sunday now, and anytime else that they want her. And uh, here she is with us every week. Um, so, I did not expect this, but we've got a Joe Biden angle today. Really? What is the, what is, I guess somebody called into some show. Fill me in from there. So, yeah, we got a Joe Biden angle. I know I don't really touch politics anymore, but I got a phone call on Friday night um, from my editor saying, Kay, you've got to listen to this crazy call that Vince, Vince Colonnais, who I'm probably mispronouncing his last name, and I feel awful, but he's a good friend, great colleague there over at the caller. Okay. He's got a show up in D.C. Someone called in claiming that, under the Obama administration, he had had to go to some hotel here in the continental U.S. because then Vice President Joe Biden had left confidential materials in the hotel that was some subsequently found by someone who wouldn't have found them. Now, there's a piece about this on the site. It's an editorial piece. I want everyone to go to this article. I'll share it on my Twitter again tonight. Okay. Listen to the call because my gut feeling, and I say this in the article, my gut feeling is there's no way that you admit that you were involved in a cover-up of this magnitude when you were working for the Democrats unless you have a death wish. So I don't know if it's 100% true, but it's a pretty crazy so story. It and the real. call itself is cool. Or, or the guy wants to get out in front of it knowing that his name's going to come out. Who knows? I mean, because oh. the, the confidential classified top secret documents that we're finding, like in the muffler of the Corvette, in the refrigerator under the, you know, under the, the ham. Um, it's just it's crazy. Like every time I wake up, there another five documents were found today. And we just have to go back to Joe Biden, you know, with his righteous indignation on 60 Minutes. And it's totally unacceptable. It is uh, out of control. No way he should have these documents. Talk about Trump who could have declassified everything because he was president. Joe Biden has no legal right to any of this crap. We keep on hearing about more stuff. So I've got to go. Can we hear the call, too, on the on the article? Oh, yeah. It's all linked in there. I'll uh, I'll post it out there tonight. I'll tag Good. you in it, Joe. It's, it's an interesting one. I'm honestly just – I'm more interested to hear what you think, to okay. hear what your listeners think. You know, you are such – you, you have your finger so much on the pulse of what goes on in this country politically. 
And nine times out of ten, I try to switch off to it these days. I know I was very involved in it for a long time. I don't blame you. But I hey. burned out. I burned out. I can't do it like you guys do it. Hey, well, so, I've done it for 33 yeah. years or something, so I, I get why you would be burned out. It's Kay Smythe. Uh, follow her on Twitter, at K-A-Y-S-M-Y-T-H-E. That's where she'll post this tonight. Uh, I don't watch these award shows anymore because uh, people get smacked and people are all woke and people are talking about the climate and, and you know Greta Thunberg is a big star there. But uh, from what I understand, uh, Brent, when you say Brendan Fraser to me, I think George of the Jungle. I think uh, like Caveman. What was it Encino Man? Was the, the movie? Um, uh, the last I saw him, he got very, very big for a role, and I guess he's won some award now. But you're saying uh, that that it's the most emotional speech you've seen, and it like took the house down. Oh, absolutely, Joe. Yeah. So I I also remember Brendan Fraser from yeah The Mummy, George of the Jungle. I mean, he was huge. Yes. He was one of those icons when I was a child and then he disappeared out of nowhere and then he came up a little bit because he made some accusations about some people that did some things in Hollywood I can't remember the ins and outs of it but it was very much kind of he was on the first men to stand up and be like actually there's kind of a me too movement for men as well and like I went through something and I think it cost me my career And then he got cast by Darren Aronofsky in this movie called The Whale. And he had to put on a bunch of weight for it. But it's a true story about a man who leaves his family um, and comes out as gay and then becomes a shut-in and goes up to 600 pounds. Like, he gets to 600 pounds. And I haven't seen the film uh, personally. I wrote about it when uh, the first images of him in the role came out and I was like, well, this looks like it's going to be really good, but you know me, Joe, I never leave my house. I'm not going to the cinema anytime <laughs> soon. Unless it's on TV. I don't want right, to know. Right. Um, <laughs> or radio, of course. Yes. But so Brendan Fraser has been through the ringer and I'm going to get a little bit mushy and uh, like, I guess maybe talk in a way that I wouldn't typically talk, right. I guess, or have never really talked publicly. But when I was 11, I knew that all I wanted to do with my life was be a writer. And I had one goal in life, and that was to be a full-time writer. I knew that I was probably not going to be great at fiction, but I I used to write and get published and lie about my age to get published. And this is all I've ever done. And for a few years, particularly in my 20s, I, I never in my soul doubted that this was my purpose, that this was what I was going to do for the rest of my life. But external elements will come in that bring you down to a place where you're like, well, I know who I am and what I want to do. So if I can't do those things, what's the point in continuing on with anything? And, you know, I've talked publicly about my own battles with depression and things like that. And I think it's something that everyone goes through. I think for artists to have gotten a degree of success and then to lose it, you lose your entire identity with it. I lost my identity for a very long time, Joe, and I truly believe that I only rediscovered it fully in the last few weeks, maybe even. And watching Brendan Fraser up on stage accepting that award, it doesn't just mean that he's got his career back. He will now for the rest of his life be able to say, I had everything, I lost it all, and I got it back, and now the rest of this is completely up to me. Yeah. And 
I haven't maybe gotten to that point in my own career. And, you know, I think writing is still an art. I think being a radio host is an art and doing what you are. You're obviously an artist. I've oh, listened to your you. music. Um, I've listened to everything you do your way with words. Thank you. But it was so touching and so moving and the raw emotion, you can see it on his face. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing truly. There's no drug. There's nothing in the world that can make you feel the way that he clearly felt other than rediscovering and realizing, Hey, I did actually do the thing and I'm here and it's working and these people know it too. Well, I see why, why, first of all, thanks for, you know, getting very personal like that. And, and, uh, I think everybody deals with depression in their own way and at different times, some more frequently, some more seldomly. Um, but, but when it comes to what you're doing with your life and what gives you pleasure and conviction and what makes you feel like you've achieved, um, that is different from person to person. A lot of times people assume that we're achieving like Brendan Fraser was, um, but he wasn't achieving on his own, on his own way. He wasn't doing it on, you know, making the calls himself and he was just sort of doing what people had him do. Like what you're saying about you, same thing. Now you are doing what you want to do and you're doing it in your way and you're doing it by your rules. Just like I am, you know, many people said that Joe Pax couldn't be a syndicated host. And then I stepped on their heads and became a syndicated host because that motivated me. I wanted to achieve, but on my, in my way. Uh, according to my rules. That's what you're doing. And from the time I met you about a year and a half ago, almost two years ago now, um, to, to where we are today, you are a whole different person. I mean, I, I would love to hear you today talk to Kay then. I would love to hear Brendan today talk to Brendan then or me today talk to me 30 years ago. I, I think that what you say really does hit home for everybody. It's not just about acting or radio hosting or writing. It's about what it is that, that you set as your, as your trail, your path in life and whether somebody keeps pushing you off the path and you can get back on it. And I think that that people like us do get back on it. I think that's what you're saying. Yeah, that that you absolutely nailed it. And it's uh, it's I think it's interesting to go from being where you think you know everything, as yeah. I thought I did when I was in my early twenties. You know, uh, we talked about all the crazy stuff, all the LA stuff that went on back then. A lot of LA stuff. Yeah. Um, and it was, you know, it was fun. It was great while it lasted. And then when it went away, uh, like the fun of it for me and when sort of reality set in, you know, I think, I, I, I think Brennan Fraser's talked pretty publicly about his own mental health issues. Right. And the, per- it sounds awful cause you don't want to like compare him to anyone, but it's sort of like, I'm still waiting for actors like, Matthew Perry for like uh, Charlie Sheen to get to where Brendan Fraser now is today, where they've they've had it all, but their demons have gotten the better of them or external demons have come in and gotten the better of them, as they did with Brendan Fraser. You know, his his, I think, was a completely external fall from grace. Um, And so I sort of hope, you know, as I'm writing more about cultural entertainment stuff, because, you know, it's interesting to me. I think it's fun. Um, and I do get, have the freedom to write about what I want to write about now because I've been doing it for professionally being paid for it for like nearly 18 years, which is insane to me <laughs> to think that, which is like really is. weird. Um, but that's great. But uh, yeah, uh, it's it's a cautionary tale. And I think that I think it represents more than just winning an award. I think it means winning right. at life. And yeah. that's what I loved about it. And that's awesome. I'll have to go look at the at the speech again. I don't watch these things, but but I was a Brendan Fraser fan back in the day. Um, I didn't know where he went for a while. And, and again, he's starting to pop up. And with this, he probably would now do more big stuff. 
And, and it'll, again, it'll be on his own terms, which is great. It's K-Smythe. Go to ksmythe.com at K-A-Y-S-M-Y-T-H-E. That's her Twitter. That's her getter. Only you do get her much, but you're on there. Um, but go follow her Twitter where she does that a lot. Also, Instagram is doing very well, too. Um, I've got to know why people have to remake a great movie. Why do we have to remake Roadhouse? I'm, Roadhouse, if it's the movie I'm thinking of, it's Patrick Swayze, right? Yeah, Patrick Swayze. Great movie. Yeah. Why, why are we redoing that? And listen, I like the people that are going to be in it. They're fine. But but make your own damn movie. Call it, you know, that bar down the street. Why well, got to call it Roadhouse and go redo the thing? Well, listen, Joe. Are you for this or not? You, you sound like you might be for yeah, this. Yeah, like I'm, I completely agree with you. But the thing is, like, there's one original thinker in Hollywood right now. His name is Taylor Sheridan. He's okay. the guy who created Yellowstone, 1883. Uh, Mayor of Kingstown, Tulsa King. Uh, what was the other one he did? Sicario, Hello High Water. He's got Those nothing to do great. with mainstream yeah. Hollywood. And all mainstream Hollywood can do is remake old things that were good and nine times out of ten absolutely destroy them as they have done exactly. with pretty much every single remake they've done. But I will say, so this is a new a new reimagining of the original oh, barf. So Reimagining, got- come on. Yeah, well, we've got Jake Gyllenhaal in the lead, like in the title role, and they somehow managed to sober up Conor McGregor enough to take on an act, like his first acting debut. Honestly, it could be a, it's probably going to be a pretty average movie. Um, It could be one of those cult classic failures uh, with McGregor attached. I think that's a huge risk that they've taken actually casting him. But it it could end up being great. Who knows? We could be sitting here in like a year's time saying, I can't believe Conor McGregor won the Oscar for the remake of Roadhouse. Can you tell me one one remake that was better than the original? Go. No. They screwed up Ghostbusters. Recently, they screwed up Scooby Doo. For God's sakes, I mean, they keep oh, on. Yeah. They screwed up Annie. They keep screwing up everything. I mean, make your own movie. Call it something else. Call it McGregor House. You got to call it Roadhouse and, and Swayze's dead. Even this is one of his legacies. I, I don't understand. Like Jake Gyllenhaal is great. I have no idea if Conor McGregor is a good actor or not. I know that he's a good actor when he's in those stupid press conferences before his fights. <laughs> but this this whole thing just sounds stupid. This sounds stupid. It just sounds <laughs> dumb to me. I don't. I don't understand why we're why we're selling this. Um, okay, so you're you're just talking about Yellowstone, the creator of Yellowstone. Is there a new show that that same person is making? And you're saying that a big time A lister is going to be starring in it. Who? What is this? So many A listers. Uh, we've got Nicole Kidman. We've got oh, Morgan Freeman. A TV we've got show? Zoe Saldana. A TV show. It's a TV show. Get out of here. Wow, okay, go ahead. Lioness. It's based on a real CIA program where basically Marines had this issue when they were in Iraq where local uh, Islamic custom, they weren't allowed to search any women. So women started being used to smuggle contraband, uh, to act as suicide bombers. So the CIA was like, well, we'll just create an entire division of agents who are women and Marines who are women to like basically go in with these units to do all of the stuff that kind of plays in with, you know, these limitations. So we're still being culturally sensitive and we're still respecting their religion, but we're also killing the bad guys. Uh, and we're getting some badass women to do it. And listen, it's Taylor Sheridan. Um, and I keep saying his name because I think he really deserves far more name recognition than he gets for right. what he's achieved. Well, the shows that you just, that you just, Listed off. Holy crap. Yeah. Like this, guy, this guy's very single... wealthy, isn't he? He did very well. Oh, very well. I mean, Tulsa King on its own, if he had just made like Tulsa King, iconic series. So good. So good. 
And then you couple in that with like Yellowstone, all of those spinoff series, which I think are arguably better than Yellowstone. Wow. All of his films. I mean, The Man's Untouchable. Uh, it's it's. Do you watch Yellowstone? Do you watch Yellowstone, Joe? I've, I've watched a couple of uh, episodes early on, but I haven't seen it in a long time. Okay, well, there's a ranch in Yellowstone, not the Dutton Yellowstone it's ranch. A ranch. There's another one in R-A-U-N-C-H. Texas. R a u n c h. It's a Everyone ranch. Everyone makes fun. Every time Is I say that. Is it a ranch? This, I don't know. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ranch. <laughs> it's a ranch, like ranch dressing. Oh, very yeah. nice. Okay, so go ahead. Like so a ranch. All right. Go go, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, it's a ranch, go. right? Yeah. But no, there's this ranch down in Texas called the Four Sixes, um, and it's on Yellowstone. I was reading today, Taylor Sheridan now owns this ranch. It's one of the oldest ranches wow. in American history, and <laughs> nice. he now owns it. And I was that. like, yeah, good for you, mate. You deserve it. It's like half of Texas. Uh, I'm, al- like, I'm almost out of, town, uh, out of time. Who's that country singer you like? Morgan Wallen. And so what's up with him? Anything? No. Why did he say something? No, I'm me? just, I, you always <laughs> mention, you mention him every freaking day. I just wanted to make sure that we're not leaving out Morgan Wallen. I'll get some nasty email from you or something about what a jerk I am. And it mentioned more, nothing, there's nothing new. He's good. Nothing new about Morgan Wallen. How does John now. feel about that, by the way? How does John he feel about Morgan? Him. Yeah, I'll he bet. absolutely hates but tell, him. Yeah. Tell him he and I are kindred spirits when it comes to yeah. Morgan Wallen. <laughs> no, by the way, I, 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 I didn't realize that he was on like The Voice or something, so I probably have heard him sing. And I listened to one of his songs. He's, he's a pretty good singer. The guy can yeah. sing pretty well. I don't get the pretty whole cool. everybody freaking out over him, though. Just calm down. I just, I don't know. I'm just, you know, he's just, it's the mullet. You know, it's everything. It's he, And he's so, he's a poet the way that he writes. I'm Have just, John grow a mullet. Care, Have John grow a mullet. Have him do that. He should do that. Yeah. Yeah, Tell yeah him. it's fine. Uh, okay, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Uh, go to casemythe.com. That's your website. Check out our Newsmax TV. Read everything she does in the Daily Caller. And, of course, here on my show once a week. Go to um, Twitter right now, at Smythe and follow her. She's going to post that link later. Okay, I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Joe. Have All a great right. week. You too. We'll talk to you soon. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pag Show. Always great to have Kay on. I do not want to see a new roadhouse. That's kind of dumb. Make sure you stop by the Joe Pags Show website. It's JoePags.com. J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. On the right-hand side, you'll see the little logos for all the social media. Click on those. Go follow. You'll see, I think the top item on the right-hand side is also my parody about next to the Corvette, about uh, Joe Biden and his documents. Go do that. Sign up for Instagram. We're over 100,000 now. Twitter, I do a lot of tweeting as well. Love to stay connected even when I'm uh, not on the show. So go check it out. JoePags.com. I appreciate you doing that. Let's do some pop culture. Hi, Paula. What's going on? So have you seen this story about the Miss Universe um, thing? I guess there's there's rumors of there being rigging happening because I guess Miss U- Miss USA won, and people are thinking that I didn't see anything about rigging. I saw the CEO who is clearly a, a guy who's trained to be a woman saying everything's for women. But there's a controversy about the judging, right? Because I guess most people think that Miss Venezuela should have won, and I guess the fact that the owner. Uh, I can't even pronounce her name. It's Anne something. Uh, right. Also owns the Miss Miss USA pageant. Think that there's controversy there. Come on. 
Yeah. The controversy has nothing to do with that. The controversy is go watch that video of this person speaking. That's Polo. That's Sam. That's Carrie and Joe. See you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.